0: Good morning and thank you for joining in today's podcast this is Dana from DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services here to um, host the weekly podcast and I just wanted to uh, wish everybody a um, happy Easter Um, I know again these are trying times and uh, things are being celebrated a little bit differently when it comes to um, being able to be together with our families and friends Um, I know uh, Passover started a couple of days ago and uh, then um, today's Good Friday and then we have Easter on Sunday and uh, for those of you also that um, are you know dealing with a lot of stress I just want to put it out there that um, you know as we know things are not always gonna be like this it's gonna be a little bit different for a while Um, but uh, for the time being we all just gotta kinda do the best that we can with the situation at hand and uh, you know kinda remember that um, down the road when things do get back to some normalcy um, these times, uh, the kids that are home with the parents and, and so forth, they're gonna remember this and uh, probably bring a lot of um, chuckles around the dinner table. So, um, I wanted to address a couple of updates that have recently um, come through from the Department of Education. And uh, one of which is with regards to the student loans. Um, I was watching um, the news brief uh, yesterday from the White House, and uh, the one thing that um, <clears throat> has been stated, and I'll reiterate it, is is that uh, with regards to the um, student loans, student loan um, interest rates have been dropped to 0% um, for the time being, so, there is, so that basically means that there is no interest securing on current balances right now it's at zero so there would be no interest accruing. the other thing that um folks should be aware of is that if you have a federal student loan so that means it's a direct loan that you took through your school federal student loan um that is also um, on deferred payment for 180 days or six months Uh, so just make sure that um If you have a federal student loan you understand that it is going to be deferred for 180 days currently and uh, it will be readdressed um, if the situation ends up going longer Um, and so um, the one thing I do want to remind everybody of though is that if you have um, private loans that is that deferment is not affecting the private loans so you're going to need to Um, basically go to um, the servicer of your private loan and and contact them and and find out what they are doing to try to help the situation out so don't assume that just because you know student loans are addressed in the media that um, your student loan is covered because private loans are not under the umbrella of the the federal student loan so i have uh, been pulling together information and um posting it on our twitter page um with regards to the latest updates that we have um also i want to remind everyone that um on a regular basis and i'm talking daily and multiple times during the day scholarships360.org is offering scholarships and uh there's a multiple Pull amount of money out there that if you are a student that is looking to go to school, you really need to take advantage of what the money is out there um, being offered because th- th- it's an abundance. I mean, if I had known half of what was available um, when I was in school, I would not have paid the amount of money that I paid out of pocket to go to school. Let's just put it out there that, you know, it's crazy if you're not taking advantage of the um, money that's out there. And again, scholarships are free money. The only thing that's usually required is that you have to write an essay. And I think now with the amount of time that we all have on our hands, trying to figure out what we can do with all the time we have on our hands, that sitting down and putting pen to paper and writing an essay um, to maybe qualify or even win a scholarship. Um, you'd be crazy not to take advantage of that. Um, there's different categories. Uh, the current one that I'm looking at right now on the Twitter feed is with regards to culinary students. Um, they are, you know, keep finding great scholarships just for you. These are worth from anywhere's from fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars. So um, again, there was one that I just actually shared too on our page um, that had to do with. Um, I believe it was organic organic agriculture Um, so you know again there's just there's so much out there that you really need to um, just take advantage of because if you're not um, I'm sorry to say but then you're just you know putting yourself at a disadvantage and and having to pay loans out of pocket and there's nothing more frustrating for someone like myself that's a financial aid advisor to listen time and time again about how students are so far in debt and most of them are in debt and you didn't take advantage of the scholarship money that was out there because there's a lot of money that, again, scholarship-wise, that doesn't get applied for, and then it just ends up sitting on the table and getting rolled over into the next year, hoping that somebody will take advantage of it. So, help yourselves out and just, uh, you know, apply for those uh, scholarships. And, and we'll keep putting out um, and sharing as many as we can. But if you just, uh, if you have a Twitter page, um, just follow it, and you'll get the information just like we are um, when we're sharing. So, uh, to continue on with regards to the CARES Act, um, there are five facts for student loan borrowers. And the first one is: is the temporary pause is not automatic. Not all federal loans qualify. Pause doesn't apply to private loans. You get six months towards your loan forgiveness and you may want to keep making payments. Now that last one, you might wanna keep making payments. It is a good idea for any loan that you may have to try to keep making the minimum payments because just remember this time that we're in right now is just a blip in time. This is gonna be reflective of a short period of time and then as life goes back to normal or somewhat normal, you know, and you go back to work or you're able to pay a little bit more on your loans and they go back into repayment status and interest will eventually have to start generating again. This can't stay at zero forever. You are gonna wanna keep your credit scores up. So if you can set and make even just the minimum payment and I know for a fact that the minimum payment can be twenty, as much as $20. As little as twenty dollars, I believe that you could handle twenty bucks. Um, So um, again, just uh, try to make sure that you are keeping up with your credit scores and uh, trying to, um, you know, make the best of it as you can with. uh, But don't ignore your payments. And if you're in a jam, make sure you reach out to the servicer. And and again, the. The uh, pause is not automatic so you need to make sure that you're in contact with the servicer or be alone and t- if you need to fill out some paperwork to make sure that you go on a pause, by all means, um, you know, fill out that paperwork. Now speaking of paperwork, um, this week uh, there was an um, override that came down from the Department of Education with regards to processing files. And uh, for those financial aid advisors and students who are in the process of completing the what they call and it's compliance verification. If you are selected for the category of V1 and you have that requires you to fill out what they call a verification worksheet, whether you're a dependent student or an independent student, you are required to sign the verification worksheet. There is no override provided in the US guidelines that just came down, indicating that you can sign those documents with an electronic signature. So it is important that you physically sign those documents and it's a signature page. If your parent's required for dependent students, your parent would be required to sign. If for some reason your parent is not available to sign, then you need to have a document provided so you need to have a written statement provided and given to your school your financial aid advisor we hand in the documents explaining why your parents not available to sign the document at this particular point in time that is not to say that the parent is not going to be required to sign it down the road before you end up leaving school and um, every year the um, as part of the Department of Education's requirement for those schools that are handing out Pell Grants and student loans, the direct loans, they are required to have an audit every year. And if the files that were selected for compliance, the verification were not verified accurately, that file is in jeopardy of being rejected and the money that was issued on the file being refunded by the school and then you as a student will be contacted and you will have to pay the balance of the money owed. So it is important that everybody is on the same page and they understand that electronic signatures are not valid signatures on verification worksheets. Now, if you cannot, if your school's closed and there is no way for you to be able to um, one-on-one hand over your documents the Postal Service is still working. You can package up those documents and you can mail them in. You can also, and they've overridden this because this is part of the what they call PII regulation where protecting your privacy before you were not allowed taking pictures on your smartphones of your documents and then forwarding them to the to your advisors. They have overridden that with the new regulation that just came down So you can actually physically take a picture of your signature pages or any of the other forms that you need to submit to complete this compliance, the verification, and you can submit your documents that way. The only thing in the override that it did permit and it was basically suspending, where if your files were selected for the compliance category of V4, verification, or V-5 verification, those documents, there were were two forms, and the the forms are called um, Identity and Statement of Educational Purpose, and what that meant was is that if you did not sign them in person with your financial aid advisor at the school, you were supposed to be doing that in front of a notary to confirm your identity. And how they confirm your identity is is you hand over a copy of your driver's license or, or passport and they verify that you are the person you are to confirm your identity and then you also are confirming that you are going to be using the funds that you'll be receiving on the file for educational purposes and not going out and purchasing a car or a fur coat or whatever else you know arbitrary that you would be using the money for other than educational purposes so that was suspended you're not you don't have to have a notary but again you're not permitted to sign electronically you would f- provide a valid signature on that document and then your institution whoever your financial aid advisor would be would then provide their um, signature as well confirming it um so just to give a little heads up that um, there are some interpretation going around at some of the schools that um, are local that um, I have uh, actually been in contact with and uh, they're accepting the electronic signatures and I'm assuming that uh, their intent is to down the road update those signatures on those files but having said that um, it's better just to get the proper signature in the first place so that you're not turning around and having to chase down the file or the students. Um, Again, to go and um, get the proper signatures you need on those files so that um, there isn't going to be an issue with auditing and having to return money um, that um, obviously you don't want to have to be in that situation. Uh, So... um, That is a couple of the updates that I've uh, seen come down. Um, I know that um, there are a lot of uh, students that um, again we had discussed uh, in our last um, couple of episodes regarding um, graduations and uh, those being canceled. Um, I know that with all the virtual um, opportunities now um, through the the different avenues that they have like zoom um i know that go to meeting is is an option too but zoom seems to be a little bit more popular because there's more of uh an expanse to have a room um i do believe that most of the graduations are going to be um going virtual um for um some of the smaller schools the larger schools i'm not quite sure how they're going to be able to do that i know that for my own personal a Zoom account. There's five an opportunity to host as many as 500 um, people. So um, again, um, just you know, look into that and make sure that you're you're staying in touch. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick too is um, make sure that you again are in contact with your financial aid advisors. Um, one of the other items that I saw earlier this week was, and um, I shared it on our Facebook page. We have uh, many institutions that are now closed down that were having students be on campus um, who are no longer on campus. Your accounts are being refunded um, for those expenses because of the fact that you're not living on campus. Um, so your accounts are being adjusted. If you have not seen that adjustment, contact your financial aid advisor and ask them about the adjustment. Um, Also, make sure that all of the balances that are um, currently being stated as being owed, go back through your financial aid sheets and make sure that if there were any grants that were um, being said they were gonna be applied to your account from your school, that they have been applied. I know of a couple of instances where um, I've had some students contact me and uh, their um, scholarships, for whatever reason, the institutional scholarship was never applied, and so the balance being owed was not reflecting the fact that that had been deducted. Um, so make sure that you are um, your account balances are accurate, so that you're not being overcharged. Um, and uh, again, that's on you. Um, so you need to make sure that you are. Uh, understanding what is being owed and again if there's a discrepancy in your account you bring it to light so that it can be adjusted accordingly so um other than that i just hope everybody is well and uh doing the best that they can um through this time and uh keeping up to date on uh what you need to keep up to date with with your regards to your schooling And hopefully, um, as time travels on, we will um, be in a little bit more of a normal uh, situation come next September when school resumes. So, for everyone um, here at DAS, I want to wish everyone, again, a happy Passover, um, happy Easter. And uh, we will be talking with you again next week next Friday at 11.30. So take care.